Good morning, church. Our reading is from the book of Exodus, chapter 32, and it reads to us. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered round Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing, and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they had, what they handed him, and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, These are your gods, Israel. Who brought you up out of Egypt? When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterwards they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down, because your people whom you brought up out of Egypt have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, These are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. But Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. Lord, he said, why should your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt with great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce anger. Relent and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, And I will give your descendants all this land I promised them, and it will be their inheritance forever. Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. Moses turned and went down to the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, There is the sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, It is not the sound of victory. It is not the sound of defeat. It is the sound of singing that I hear. When Moses approached the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, His anger burned, and he threw the tablets out of his hands, breaking them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. 
And he took the calf the people had made and burned it in the fire. Then he ground it to powder, scattered it on the water, and made the Israelites drink it. He said to Aaron, What did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin? Do not be angry, my lord, Aaron answered. You know how prone these people are to evil. They said to me, Make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. So I told them, whoever has any gold jewelry, take it off. Then they gave me the gold and I threw it into the fire and out came this calf. Moses saw that the people were running wild and that Aaron had let them get out of control and so become a laughingstock to their enemies. So he stood at the entrance to the camp and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man strap a sword to his side. Go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother and friend and neighbor. The Levites did as Moses commanded, and that day about 3,000 of the people died. Then Moses said, You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons and brothers, and he has blessed you this day. The next day Moses said to the people, You have committed a great sin, but now I will go up to the Lord Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold. But now, please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. This is the word of the Lord. Right, I've got, I've got some notes from Nathaniel. Uh, that's that's what we're uh, that's what we're operating with today. Uh, so um, what we're going to do, uh, the suggestion is that we um, gather into little clusters, maybe about I don't know three or four, something like that, or you know just a, li- a little group that's you know um, chance for those that want to speak to to speak, and just a few different voices to be uh, to be heard. Um, <clears throat> And we'll do that in a second, but I'll give his little kind of preamble, some of which is just, in a way, it's as, it's as simple as what we've been thinking about in this whole series in Exodus. So God's people, God has made them his family, he's made them his people, they are in progress, the, 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 in, the, the people of Israel are literally in progress, they're on their way from, from A to B, from Israel to, um, sorry, from Egypt to uh, Palestine, 
but they're also in progress in a different way. The Lord's got work for them to do to be his solution for uh, creation, for the rest of humanity. Um, and that is their job, but they're not ready for it. Um, and in a way, this incident sort of shows really clearly that they're not ready for the work that he's got for them. And, and I guess the thought is that something similar applies to us. We have been made part of God's family. Um, we're in a period of change as individuals and as a church. Um, we've been given a job to do um, in reaching and ministering and bringing the Lord's grace to those around us, the communities that we're part of and located in. Um, but there are ways in which we're not ready. Um, we're a work in progress, and there might be ways in which this quite challenging passage speaks to us. So, have, have you managed to... Uh, uh, hey, thanks, Nicholas. A very elegant-looking uh, slide. So this captures the sort of questions that Nathaniel has... So there's a little bit of a preamble, which would have been far too much for one slide. I'll just give the little preamble. So Exodus uh, 32, 1 to, 1 to 8. There's some Bibles over there, actually. It might be, if you haven't got a, a Bible on your device or um, to hand, as some people I see have, maybe grab one from uh, over by the War Memorial. So for this first one, 1 to, 1, to, 1 to 7 and 1 to 8, if you're looking at those verses, one question is, which of the commandments, which of the Ten Commandments have the Lord's people actually broken and Nathaniel actually sort of gives us a clue to one of the answers uh, because he asks a further question about taking the Lord's name in vain um, and the so here's, here's the what he's written Jonathan Sachs the former chief rabbi of Britain wrote a book called Not in God's Name where he looks at evil done in the name of God and how that's the essence of taking the Lord's name in vain rather than simply blaspheming. If we think about taking the Lord's name in vain in that way, so doing evil in the name but claiming the name of, uh, of God to justify it, um, what are the temptations for us and in our day of taking the Lord's name in vain in that way? Yes, so there we go. So that's the sort of first two questions. Uh, then the next bit, nine, verses 9 to 18, Joshua talks about the sound of war, and we're certainly in a spiritual battle. The enemy's main tactic is to cause us to doubt our beliefs and believe our doubts. Did God really say, I mean, so for those of you who kind of can recall the temptation in right at the beginning in Genesis, did God really say this? But it doesn't hurt anyone. It must be fine. Have there been times in your life where you have doubted the goodness of God's commands to you? Uh, then the next one, 19 to 24, Aaron is behaving like a toddler. Um, <laughs> uh, minimizing, shifting blame, distracting, uh, right, telling lies, right? Um, uh, he, we can get ourselves into all sorts of pickles, sometimes not realizing we're in one, and then the lights get switched on. Could be a conversation with a loved one or a therapist. Could even be, you've re as you've read scripture, you've realized where you're walking crooked. Uh, I have found holding on to unforgiveness to be like that. How do you feel when you get caught out? Do you have sympathy with Aaron? How much is Aaron to blame for what happened? 
Okay, so there's one, that's one about Aaron. And um, Nathaniel seems to, seems to miss, a bit, the bit, miss out the bit about the Levites um, going around and killing a load of people. So we don't have a question on that. But you might want to think about that. Quite tricky part of the, uh, the, the passage. Uh, but if we, we skip on to the bit at the end, Exodus 32, 31. Um, and the question is really to compare Moses with Jesus. Uh, Jesus described himself as one greater than Moses. Uh, so in what way does this passage show us Moses and, in, and the Bible as a whole invite us to see ways in which Jesus is one who is greater than Moses? Okay, uh, should we just sort of gather into groups? I, my suggestion is that you, if you've got somebody within the group who thinks, I, I'd really like to talk about that one, that you just go for, because we haven't got that much time. If there's one particular area of this that somebody in the group is more interested in, I suggest you sort of just make a beeline straight for, straight for that because, um, you know, you, w- you won't be able to kind of get through all things, uh, all of these things. That seem all right? Right, let's, let's go.